0: This is the final of three in the trilogy that we're talking about. Okay, so I did my prearrangement. Now what? And again, congratulations on doing your prearrangement because that is a big step. A lot of people don't like to talk about death or talk about their own death or their loved one's death. Congratulations on going in and getting your prearrangement done with your funeral home. A couple things that you need to consider now that you've completed that prearrangement. One of the things that that maybe you need to think about is, have you secured a final resting place? A lot of times people are going, well, I'm getting scattered. Well, where? <laughs> that's, one of those, that's one of those questions. And maybe you really don't care. Well, then tell your family. I don't care. But sometimes the family, it can become a point of contention with family members because they're like, oh, dad wanted to go here. Oh, no, no, no. Dad wanted to go where we went duck hunting. Oh, no, no, no. Dad wanted, you know, he was born over in Timbuktu, and that's where he wants to be scattered. And then if you tell them, and again, maybe you really don't care, but if you tell them, that's just one less thing that people have to worry about when it comes time to doing those final arrangements during a stressful time in your family's life. So let's talk a little bit about that. If you have decided that you wanted to be buried in a cemetery. And again, this can be whole body, it can be urn, and so we're talking about final resting place for both cremated remains and or a body. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So if you've decided a cemetery, for example, you know, I'll give you an example about me. Years ago, my wife and I purchased plots at a cemetery in Portland, Oregon. And we were both, at that point in time, going to be full-body burials. So maybe you've already purchased a plot. And the reason we bought those plots are because my parents are going to be there. My mom's already there. My dad will eventually be there. Both of my grandparents are there. Three out of four of my great-grandparents are there. And so that's kind of what the family thing was. And so we decided I got an aunt and an uncle that's going to be there as well. That was kind of where everybody was supposed to go. And so I just kind of followed along and did the, did the same thing. But now I'm going to be cremated Well, my urn can still go there. So that's something that people need to realize. Urns can be buried in cemeteries. You just have to check with them. There is really no reason that an urn can't be placed in the ground in a plot. And so check with your cemetery. If that's where you want to go, great. You can be buried there. Check with your cemetery before just scattering, you know, because people don't realize that that kind of light gray powder goes all over the place and it's pretty messy. And it can be really messy for a while. And then it's there until the rain and the wind and everything else blows things around and check before you just go spread it on somebody's somebody's, uh, plot. Remember that there are going to be some expenses on the cemetery side, so you might have met with the funeral home. If the funeral home is co-located, is is called a combination unit, with the cemetery, they may also have the cemetery already all covered for you. If it's separate from the funeral home, then there will be some maybe some additional costs, because there will be what they call an opening and a closing of both a plot for full-body with the casket, as well as with an urn. If it's full body, you're gonna have some extra cost for what's called an outer burial container in a lot of the cemeteries as well. Urns, depending on the kind of urn and depending on the rules of the cemetery, the urn may have to be a certain composition so that they can be what's called probable and be findable. It's so a double check, you know, it may have to be brass, it may have to be made out of a, a material to be able to be a burial urn type of a thing. A lot of people forget about a headstone. There are, uh, you know, markers that need to be placed there. They're called headstones or markers. You know, it'll be a flat marker if it's in a memorial area, a memorial garden. It can be an upright stone if you're in a tra- in an older traditional cemetery. So check to find out what those are. They can be designed and they can be placed. Check with the cemetery. Generally, you work with a cemetery if it's a large cemetery. If it's a pioneer cemetery, that's not that big, you might be working with the funeral home again to place the marker there. We take care of all of our local cemeteries around here. We do all the markers, with the exception of maybe one or two, that they can design their own markers and place those. Everybody else is a small little pioneer, mom-and-pop little place. We do all the markers for those cemeteries in the area. So we work with the families to do that. If you're gonna be interred in a mausoleum or a columbarium, there's gonna be some other considerations to think about, you know, crypts and niches. Crypts are for full bodies, niches are for urns. If it's gonna be a crypt where it's a full body, there will most likely be a requirement for the type of casket. If you haven't been embalmed, it's gonna need to be a sealing casket. If you have been embalmed, you can generally be in, in any other kind of casket that's available. Each cemetery, each funeral home, or each church that has these niches and, and crypts will have their own rules. Check with them. There's also going to be what's considered an opening and a closing fee. There's going to be some sort of either engraving on or a name bar placed you know, for identification on those crypts and niches. So those are going to be some other expenses that you need to consider as well. Basically, if you're planning on being scattered, there are rules and regulations. There are companies that are available that will um, sc- help you scatter. If you're going to be going out in a boat, uh, there are companies that do the scattering for you. you know, they, so that way, if you're seasick or that kind of thing, but your loved one wanted to go to sea, there are companies that will actually take you out and scatter you and place the the, the latitude and longitude of where it was done and bring it back for you if you're wanting to be on your own property there's going to be some things that you have to consider there as well especially if you're going to be burying a body on your property and we have some recordings on that so please make sure you get back and and listen to some of those scattering on your own property however that's hardly regulated at all and so you can scatter ashes you can place ashes in, in a flower garden plant some flowers, plant some roses, plant a tree. There's lots of different things that you can do. If again, if you wanted to be done on some private land, maybe it's your best friend's ranch. Well, make sure that you check with your best friend before your spouse shows up saying, Bob wanted to be scattered here because he loved your ranch. <laughs> okay. Well, that can be a little awkward. So anyway, A couple of, couple more options. You know, if you wanted to take a portion of those cremated remains, let them know. I mean, let your spouse know, maybe they want to have it placed in a necklace. Maybe they want to have it placed in a keepsake. Maybe they want to have the ashes, especially down here at the coast, glass blowing. You can be, have some of those placed into a glass keepsake. One other thing is maybe a biodegradable urn. There are the kind that dissolve once it hits water. There are also others that will. you can have some flowers, and it can go in the ground, and it will grow flowers afterwards, or a tree. There's lots of options, but hopefully this has helped. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining with us today. And if you've got any questions, please make sure that you can get a hold of us. You could, you're welcome to drop us a line at info at BatemanPacificView.com. And thank you for listening. Well, we have reached that time in our podcast where we take a time and we take a moment and we remember all the families that are experiencing a loss and we light a virtual candle in their memory. Let's take a moment. This has been The Last Track. I'm Brian Norris. You can find out more about Bateman Funeral Home at our website at batemanpacificview.com. You can visit us on our website, and you can also leave us messages there, or you can visit us on Facebook. If you have any feedback or any questions about today's episode, you're welcome to call us at 541-265-2751, or you can send us an email at info at We would love to hear from you. And... Thank you very much for joining us today, and make sure that you follow our page to hear more from us. Make sure to listen to our other two podcasts in this trilogy. Thank you for listening.